it's just like anything like you wouldn't like say oh i'm not going to take a spanish class because i don't speak spanish it's like well no you don't speak spanish because you haven't taken a spanish class like yeah. you have to practice so i think for me i i don't say no to things like i just i need to start saying no more but i just always said yes to every job like i will try it if i was like mortified actually got fired one time because I said yes to a job that I wasn't ready for yet <laughs> but only once yeah. so I think I've just I always like pushed it and took a chance and you know would take on everything and just try to figure it out you know because you just like you're you may not think you're ready but you could try and maybe you'll figure it out like maybe you won't maybe you get fired but like I think my I think I was so young when I started I was like 23 three or something you know so i was young enough to just be like oh, i'll do this and, and it wasn't great but i just kept doing it and doing it and doing it and now i'm pretty good but like it took 15 years welcome to the art and life podcast with your host taylor gallegos art exists all around us in all directions, from all walks of life. We just need to know how to see it. The Art and Life podcast is an experiment in an audio format that focuses on the art and philosophy involved with different people and their life paths. This experiment is intended to inspire you in your creative pursuits, whatever they may be. Follow along as I interview movers and shakers from all walks of life. It's possible to make a life from your art, skill, craft, or vision. These interviews showcase that fact. Listen while you work. Listen while you create. Listen while you dream up the next big breakthrough. First off, I want to say thank you for listening. The people being interviewed and I are two parts of the podcast, but it wouldn't be complete without you, the listener. I very much appreciate your attention and your energy, and I hope you get as much out of this as I do. If you enjoy what you hear, you can join me on this artistic journey in many ways. You can subscribe to the show, leave a review, and share it around. You can join the conversation on the Art and Life Facebook group, where we discuss topics from the shows. You can join my email list on my website at taylorgallegosart.com on the contact page. And while you're there, check out the new artwork I've been creating. You can follow me on Instagram and Facebook at taylorgallegosart. And finally, you can support my art and the Art and Life podcast on my Patreon page. Just search Taylor Gallegos Art. So again, a deep and sincere thank you for being here. Now, on to the good stuff. Did you oil paint or? Um, both. A lot of it's acrylic. Um, those are oil paintings. Nice. Yeah, I kind of bounce back and forth. I never really done oil. I just got oil. Really? Oh. oh. I know. It's the thing that every time I go back to it, I'm just like, oh my god, you're like a lost love 
of mine. It's it's like returning to an old that. friend. It's like flying first class, though. I worry. Yeah. So like I always fly couch. Yeah. But then I don't really want to fly first class. No, you want to step it'll it up. Ruin you. Yeah. No, because then you're never like coach is never the same, right? <laughs> right now I just don't even know. Right. Right. That's so true. I'm kind of like, mm, do I need to know? Because <laughs> I can't really use them for murals, anyways. So. No. No. But it uh it rounds out your your game. Yeah. In a really cool way. It changes time, like your time, like sequence with paintings. Yeah, cool. right. Yeah, because it just takes forever to dry. Did you know they dry for like a hundred, two hundred years? But you can use that. Yeah, yeah. It's totally. literally like they they can tell if like paintings are originals because like they're still after a hundred years they're still not dry. Yeah, they're not a hundred percent dry. Yeah, that's crazy. Uh huh. Yeah. Uh, All right, let's do this. Show. All right, you ready? Okay, yes. cool. We'll uh, get quiet here for a second. Welcome everybody to the podcast. I'm your host Taylor Gallegos and with me today is a very special guest. She's a local star. Uh, so we're down in San Diego, California here and we've got Hannah Daly of Hannah's Murals. Hannah, thanks for being on the show today. Thanks for having me. <laughs> um, I mean, we should just dive right in, right? Who you are, where you're from, yep. how you got to where you're at, what you do. <laughs> Definitely. Cool. Uh, my name is Hana, and I started my business in 2005. I started painting murals. Um, I'm from Cal California, from Northern California. I went to school at UC Santa Barbara. And I got my degree in linguistics because I didn't think I should major in art because I would never get a job in it. And um, so yeah, I graduated, traveled quite a bit, did a big trip around the world right after I graduated, went through Central America, and then um, went back to Northern California. I'm from a super small town. I grew up on a farm and knew I did not want to stay there. So I threw myself a going away party before I knew where I was going, <laughs> invited everyone. And then, um, yeah, ended up moving to San Diego. And at that point, I met my future wife. And I got a job as, as a temp and like at a temp agency. And it was terrible. I worked as like a document technician for two weeks where I like scan documents and it was terrible. And so my wife was like, can you paint a mural for our daughter at the time? So I painted a little mural in her nursery. She was a year and a half. I have like musical notes and stuff. And she was like, you're pretty good at this. You should do this for a living. And I was like, ah, oh, no, I don't, I don't want to sell my art. It wasn't really that good at all, honestly. And so I, um, I didn't really want to do it, but she kind of pushed me into it. So I put an ad in family magazine, which was like a local, like cutesy, you know, for the whole family mag. And um, I ended up getting a client like the first month who was this woman and she hired me to paint this really cute like storybook mural in her kid's room and it was like took three or four days and it was really cute and fun and I was like this isn't so bad I think it made a thousand dollars and I was like this is crazy and yeah so that was 2005 and so I've been doing murals ever since um, it was really slow for many years but I had my son in 2008 and so I was home quite a bit more, which was good. And I just spent time with him. And it was also like the economy went to hell. And so there wasn't really very much business. And 
so my business has kind of ebbed and flowed over the years, but then, um, yeah, it started to pick up quite a bit. A few years ago, we went on a big trip around the world again in 2016. And then I was like, okay, when I get home, I'm going to like ramp up my business. And it was like perfect timing. Cause like Instagram has gone crazy. So everyone wants a mural. And ever since then, it's been like super busy and yeah, things are like, I've got more work than I know what to do with. Yeah. 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 That's great. That's great. It's cool that you say like Instagram was going wild and then that that had such an influence on murals because I hadn't really put that together before that like that because murals are definitely just blowing up worldwide uh every town like across the entire country across the world is all of a sudden like wanting murals and embracing murals and um yeah and it was totally at the same time no Instagram has had a huge effect on it like people I've been doing exterior murals you know for whatever 15 years and people used to be so afraid to put anything outside like I would do a lot of little kids rooms and that kind of thing but if it came to put something on the wall like of your business they were like what if I offend people what if it's too bright what if the neighbors don't like it what if there were just so many what ifs and nobody really wanted to like dive into that and take the risk so if nothing else Instagram has made people a lot more bold and willing to go for it which is like you know there's a lot of lame stuff about Instagram and you know there's a lot of lame I paint many lame murals but you know it's fun and it's colorful and it's better than a blank wall so yeah yeah <laughs> paint lit, many lame. I mean yeah it's funny <laughs> Maybe when not you're... lame but like not great nothing I would choose to paint yeah know? yeah yeah totally there's I mean it's custom art everybody yeah. you know you get like these funky little side projects or this and that take you Mm -hmm. in different directions um where in northern california where you from so i am from outside of reading very far north state yeah about towards lassen park okay sweet and like mount shasta is up there mount shasta is to the north yeah yeah Yeah. cool yeah that's a mount shasta is a cool area yeah i like that northern california has got a great vibe and scene and so I mean there are scenes I will say there may be a scene I mean it's beautiful it's like there's a lot of trees there's beautiful mountains the mindset is a little upsetting upsetting yeah okay like I was a gay kid you know growing up in northern California there's not a lot of I mean like we grew up and it was there was very white yeah very small town yeah very unaccepting yeah I could see that Northern California is such a big place. I mean, when we say Northern California, my thought goes to San Francisco. Yeah. Which would be totally different. Yeah. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. What a, what a wild way to, I don't know. So many people have experienced that same pathway. Oh yeah. You start in a small town and like, yeah. So I've just like kept moving South because I've, I loved going to Santa Barbara. That was great. Santa Barbara is a little too she-she for me. Yeah. It's like very, it's like really, really rich people, not students. Yeah. And so here I love San Diego because it's so close to Mexico and it's very diverse and it's just, it's got a good mix of, you know, you have the military here, but then you also have, you know, much more like a bigger gay scene, just much more happening. So, yeah. Yeah. And there's so many cool little neighborhoods. Like mm-hmm. everything's got a different vibe to it. Yeah. And um yeah. And everyone's a, kind of like a little universe to itself. Like, yeah. Like if you have friends who are living in a different city, mm-hmm. you might not see them for a while unless you go out of your way to go like go hang yeah. out because like everyone has everything they need 
in their own little nook of the world there. That's why I kind of like, or I love about my job is that I'm all over town all the time. Like I love change. I love moving. I love just different things every day. So it's like, you know, I was out in El Cajon yesterday and then today I'm in college area and the next day I'm in Imperial Beach. And then, you know, so I'm like all over and people like I live in Carmel Valley, which is like the burbs. So people are just like, oh my God, you're going to El Cajon? That's so far. And you're like, it's like 25 minutes. Like it's not that far. So mm-hmm. I love it that I know like all the taco shops in all of San Diego. And like, oh yeah, you know, I've been everywhere. And they're the best down here. <laughs> so were you an artist growing up? Like, did you make a lot of art as a kid? So growing up in the middle of nowhere, like we were a half hour outside of town. Yeah. So it's like nothing, you know, we had pigs and chickens and a little stream, but like, I didn't live near anybody. So it's funny. Cause I was just at home last week and it's, there's just a lot of time, you know, when there's nothing going on, when you live in the middle of nowhere. So like as a kid, I taught myself calligraphy. I taught myself how to write with my left hand. Like I would draw, like do little tiny pencil drawings that took like 30 hours just because there was like nothing else to do. And we had like two channels. We had, my mom was like very restricted with everything. So we didn't get a lot of time to do anything other than just make up stuff to do. So yeah. So yeah, I would do a lot. Like I was, I was not great, but in high school I started to get better just because I did a lot. I got really I had took art classes in high school and did a lot of like colored color pencils and yeah but then I kind of I did it on my own then through college I didn't take yeah. any art classes in college. yeah I didn't think it was a real job I didn't think it was well I did take a sculpture class and I failed it you <laughs> failed college. it yes because the teacher was a dick and he I remember like he did this thing where he was like showing us all these sculptures and one of them was like I think it was shit on a chair like it was literally like human poop on a chair. Yeah. And I was just like, I can't do it. Like, I was just like, and I still failed. And I was like, you know, you like shit on a chair. And you still didn't like my sculpture. But yeah, so I didn't take any art classes, which I should have. Like I'm bummed that I didn't. But maybe, yeah. Maybe you just, just, like, just shit on a chair. I know. Maybe genius, you didn't think about doing right? that. Yeah. It's so interesting, the concept of failing an art class. Like, did you do all the work? Did you do all the assignments? Pretty much, yeah. Like I showed how up. Do you, how do you fail somebody that shows up to art? And like I didn't, I've never failed anything. Yeah. Like it wasn't like I was failing other classes and that was normal. No, like I literally failed it. I think he just, I don't know, he was kind of haughty. And I'm like one of those people I don't like, I don't like high art. I don't like galleries. I don't, I like that's not my, not that I don't like it, it's just not my world. I'm not yeah. comfortable in it. Yeah. So I'm just, I think he was like, what's wrong with you? so and I did make a marionette out of clay that was like probably 100 pounds like no one was ever going to be able to pick it up (laughs) so it wasn't great but I did it yeah I hear so many stories from people about bad art teachers or art Mm. teachers art teachers that left a bad taste in people's mouths or just like I don't know I'm kind of blown away at how many stories about art teachers that just like turn people away from art yeah, I guess you find it in every, like, every class, right? There's bad science teachers, bad math teachers, like, yeah, but you would think with art that it would be more open. Yeah. But yeah, I know I had a drawing teacher. I took a class here at uh, Mesa College. I've taken a bunch of art classes now as an adult, and she hated me too. And she was like, I think you actually got worse throughout the year. <laughs> like, she really just liked to oh rip on God. me. And I was like, hmm. 
Um, wow, so yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know what it is. I think it's because it's, it, it is, I don't know. I don't know why. Well, I don't like it. Yeah. I feel like, I mean, art is just so subjective, especially when you look at the world of high art and, yeah. and whatnot. Like I'm, you just see things all the time that like aren't skills based mm-hmm. that are completely successful oh, at like totally. conveying a message or mm-hmm. like existing in a space or whatever. Yeah. And, uh, and so to like give someone a failing grade, if they're showing up, if they're putting energy yeah. in, like that's, that's hard for me to. Well, it didn't stop me. I mean, I didn't go into sculpture, but. Yeah. Yeah. So talk about your murals a little bit. What's, uh, what's your favorite thing to paint? Oof. Um, what's my favorite thing to paint? I, I love, I love the variation. Like I love doing different stuff every day. So like, I really have a problem doing if like, even if I would tell you what I love to paint, I would love to paint it for like two or three days. And then I'd be like, the next day I'd be like, now I want to do lettering or, you know, so it's not, there isn't like one thing. I love blending colors. I don't love drawing. Like I'm much more, I kind of do like a loose sketch and chalk, like super loose and then start fixing it with color and blending because that's kind of that's more my favorite if you were to go like what I'm I'm great at it would be mixing colors and but like I love you know yesterday I was doing this big like sign painting job essentially at a church and it was super challenging and and that was fun I was totally into the challenge of like recreating lettering that's you know three feet tall and you're 25 feet in the air and you know and then today I was doing this like flat color, more lettering actually. And I was totally into that. So I don't know. I like, I kind of enjoy it all other than painting people. That's not my favorite. Yeah. 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 I, uh, it's fun to follow you on Instagram because there's just so much variation every day. It's like something new and you're like colorful is a great way to describe your work. Mm -hmm. And it's often like very bright, vibrant. Yeah. Jumps. Yeah, I dig some good colors. Yeah. Yeah. That really love like blending. That would probably be like if I were to do something of my choosing, which doesn't happen very often. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It would be like super blendy. I love just like making a big mess and then doing something graphic on top of it, like in black or white. Oh, yeah. So I kind of love like the messiness with like some sharp stuff on top of it. Yeah. Cool. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I like that. Yeah. So you don't like people. You don't like drawing. I like people. real people. You I don't like, like people. painting people. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I love people. Um, yeah, I love all my clients. I love people. Um, I yeah, I think that's like I've gotten better at it, mm-hmm. but I don't practice it a lot. I think I'm good when I have a a, a good referensive image. Yeah. But then if I need to like tweak it and stuff and like create my own, it's just it kind of goes to shit. So yeah. I've gotten better, but it's not my strong suit. Yeah. 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 People are weird. People are hard, complicated. (laughs) Right. Yeah. Yeah. It's just not something that I really enjoy overall. And, and I feel like it's weird. Like, I feel like a lot of the murals that I see and a lot of the art that I see, it's always like super hot chicks they're painting. And I just get really tired of that. Right. (laughs) Cause I'm like, why do we all have to paint super hot chicks? Like it just, I don't know. It just bugs me. There's a great mural. I don't know where it was, but uh, it was on the side of this, like 
12 story building and it yeah. just said another hot chick yeah <laughs> it's like yeah because it's like you can get away with anything as long as the totally, chick is hot right so totally yeah i uh i was going to the la art fair with mm-hmm. uh, a friend of mine for a couple years in a row didn't happen last year obviously yeah um but we would walk through and it was like 75 percent i don't know maybe like 60 percent of everything is like beautiful a beautiful women. woman yeah and um and it's interesting how it's like and then you look through art history yeah it's a lot more beautiful and, women yeah 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 and uh <laughs> yeah it just gets old and then but it's funny because then you see it mirrored in people's lives because then i on instagram i follow a ton of artists like i use yeah. it mainly just for business yeah and if you follow female artists then they're beautiful you know it's like they're wearing the shorty shorts they're you know showing off their bodies looking beautiful and in all the photos where i'm like i just want to post photos of my murals like do i have to be in the photo you know and do you have to wear the short shorts no but i mean but if you want a lot of people to follow you it's like so i i have a thing like because i'm not really big in social media like i don't really know how to use it very well but i'll like follow people then i'll unfollow people like if they're showing their ass too much i'm just like do i have to look at your ass like i follow you for the art you know, and it just bums me out because like the dudes aren't doing it. No, nope. like you guys aren't out there all like oiled up and like with your shirts off. I can't painting. do it. I don't yeah. think would be that. <laughs> I mean, you could probably get a lot more followers, <laughs> but you just don't see it. Yeah. You don't see the guys like using their physique and their body to get more of a reaction and more followers. I guess so. Right. It just sucks that like that's the world we live in. Like I'm not gonna change it. I can't change it, but it's definitely something that like irks me. Yeah, I kind of want to make fun of it though. Like, I do too, but then I feel like that's kind of mean. Yeah, but you could not make fun of like individual people. You could just yeah. make fun of the movement, the concept. Because I've definitely yeah. felt that way where I'm like, if I was like some sexy girl and then did a post like that, like my paintings on the wall and then I'm like half naked and like, mm-hmm. like, hey, look at my art. Yeah, but really, but look really at me. I'm here like, too yeah boom fifteen thousand followers like fifteen thousand yeah. likes on that one i mean like i will that. say even if i'm in a photo and i don't dress like that like i'm always looking like yeah. shit i've always got paint all over me and we're you know like coveralls and boots like it's not i still get a lot more you get more likes when you're in the photo yep. just already even yep. if you're not like looking hot and so there is something where there's like the human aspect of it which i like i get that but then that's like the next level of it is like if you look a certain way yes so yeah i don't think we're gonna change it but no but it's definitely a thing and uh it definitely makes me want to well maybe if you just start oiling up you know wearing your shorty shorts when you're painting all right everyone needs to follow me (laughs) on instagram because there's gonna be a hot post Uh i'm I'm gonna be dropping it soon Uh like really lay it out real nice for the people Mm -hmm. (laughs) or like people like the women they'll be like painting but they don't have any paint on them they don't look sweaty at all like they look amazing and i'm just like that's not real like i look like such shit by the end of the day like i'm so sweaty it's like right it's never happening so <laughs> it's that instagram versus reality thing right I mean, yes whatever yes it's not the first time it's happened no and uh yeah instagram we're in instagram world now everything's influenced by it so have you been following there's that news story of the girl that essentially got murdered by her boyfriend on the road yeah, trip yeah i mean so, i've seen a little bit about it yeah so she was on like a van trip across the u.s and i guess she has like a zillion followers or whatever 
but was just posting all these like awesome van life photos of her and her boyfriend and they're both super cute and it was just like how amazing their life is this and that and the other and then he murdered her yeah and they had had like domestic violence stuff like she was beating the snot out of him it seems like too like there was yeah there was i mean who knows what was happening but it was bad but it's like her Instagram photos were still just like van life. Yeah. You know, look where we are. So cute. And I'm sure people are sitting at home just like jealous of her totally. a few weeks ago. So it's all, it's super destructive. Right. You know? Yeah. And there's interesting people where like that there's just such a duality between like reality and then Instagram reality. And um, like Haley follows a couple of people like this one girl is just like on it always mm. and she's always posts like like yeah. my story all day long of like this is what we're doing yeah we're cooking this we're eating this blah, blah blah we're going here we're like sitting in the bath together and like whatever like her and her boyfriend they, like <laughs> like uh yeah they'd be like you know like photos of their feet like up on the edge of the bathtub mm-hmm. or something it's like when do you like live your life and yeah how like you just have the phone attached to you all the time (laughs) that's really weird yeah 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 that's next level weird shit (laughs) yeah i don't know i don't know i mean there's definitely stuff i love about instagram like it's been super good for my business like at a lot of like local followers a lot of restaurants and schools so it's like i don't want to diss it for the stuff that it's great at but i do find like it's a hard balance you know to like what do you put on there what is too personal what do people not need to know like what you know so it's hard to find that line like it's it's a strange world it is it's like put yourself out there for everybody always as much as you're comfortable with yeah um why don't you tell us about some of your like favorite projects you've done in the recent recent times favorites well, I've painted a few like school buses of late. That's been Whoa. pretty fun. Those are like, well, fun is not like the right word because they're hard to do, but like they're very fun to watch come together. Yeah. Like those are good. Just like the overall feel. And then, and then knowing that it's going to drive around town. Yeah. <laughs> like that's a super fun feeling. Just yeah. like, that's cool. Um, I honestly, my favorite ones are just the, the one day quick, like, yeah. I have a lot of clients that I've worked with many times and they'll just have me come in and they're like, okay, do something with skulls. I'm like, okay, like do something. Like people are very, I don't like to do sketches. I don't like to do preparation. I yep. hate all of that. I try yep. to avoid it as much as I can. So me too. That, oh good. Yeah. Most people are like super into sketches. I know. <laughs> yeah. I like to paint on the fly. <laughs> yeah. I love it. And I feel like it's so much better. And now I have, I used to kind of like, myself down for it that I wasn't good at sketches but it was just because I never wanted to do them and wouldn't spend the time on them and so now I just like spell it out for the client ahead of time just like this is how I work I'm going to give you a rough idea of what's going to happen and a price and good luck you know like if you trust me just look at my portfolio you know you can read my Yelp reviews whatever you need to do to make yourself feel better but like this is how I do it if you're not comfortable with it that's okay I'm not your artist. Yeah. And I'm okay <laughs> with that. And so I don't end up working with a lot of like big companies and stuff because they can't roll with that. Like they have to like have oversight and stuff. So yeah. So I've had a lot of like one day stuff lately. That's just fun. That's my mom passed away two months ago. So I've had like some of those one day jobs. I've been, they've been giving me a little more leeway. Just like do something. And I'll be like, how about this? And I'll pull up something a little darker than I would normally do. Yeah. So it's like a little cathartic. It's just fun to just roll with it and, you know, 
use it as more like my art because yeah. normally I'm just creating art for other people so yeah yeah I feel like that's one of the things about being a custom artist versus being like doing art you know there's custom artists and then there's <laughs> artists that's like this is what I do and if you mm -hmm. want this then great um you know and so and I think like there's advantages to both and there's like one thing about being a custom artist is like you said you get a lot of variation and with that variation mm -hmm. I feel like you really get to push your skill set yeah in this way and that way and that totally. way and all over the place and then like at the end of the day you're a better artist at doing a wider variety mm. whereas if you have like a signature thing then you know that's just what yeah. you do then you get better at doing that um yeah it's interesting but it's cool that you're pulling that in and like it kind of seems like you're like blending the concept mm -hmm. of like a custom artist and then like you know this is what i do artists you're like bringing that into here yeah i think i've gotten more confident in the past like two to three years like i think before i was kind of like unsure i think that probably a bit with my age too it's like i feel like i'm coming more into like who i am realizing who i am as an artist as well and being okay with it and like move, taking that as my strength as opposed to being like oh i don't have one style like oh god i should find my style that's like or should i like who cares like i can do anything maybe that's my style is i can paint you want me to paint like impressionist you want me to do like slick lettering you want that like i can do it all right. so i think i've been trying to embrace that more and then be more confident with my clients and like helping like guide them more. i think before i was just like tell me what to do and yeah. they would tell me what to do and now i'm more like well let's you know, I try to walk them through it a little bit more. And so, yeah, it's fun. Cause we like, we, I'm able to like help them create a mural that's even better than what they envisioned. Yeah. You yeah. know, cause they're not artists. They don't have the mind for it. And I don't even, it's funny cause I don't have a mind where I can like see what it's going to look like. I'm just like, trust me, it's going to look good. Yeah. <laughs> so, and it usually does, you know, and if it doesn't, then we change it. But like, you know, I'm able to like figure it out as we go along. Yeah. It's going to look good. It's going to like, you're, I'll work you're on, on it the until project. It does. It's yeah. going to look good. Yeah. I mean, yeah, hopefully. <laughs> yeah. No, that's great. And I like that it's like a confidence thing that's building. And the farther you go along, the more projects you have under your belt, like every one of your projects is a success. Well, I mean, yeah, I mean, I have all happy customers. I'll say that. Yeah. Like, I'm, I'm all about my customers. Like, I love people. I love working with them. Yeah. Like, I come home and my wife. And they love is, working with you all that. I hope so. Sure. But I come home and I'm just like, oh my god, I love this person. But <laughs> it's like another, like, how do you love all these people? I'm like, I don't know. They're just so nice. Like, we have such a good time. We talk, and so that's what I'm in it for. Like, I'm in it for that like one-on-one -on -one, that rapport and like building something together like how lucky am i like i may not be creating the art i want to create every day but i'm creating art that like makes people happy for somebody else yeah so like that i'm like that's such a win-win yeah. right like i'm getting paid to be artistic and create something that somebody's gonna love yeah like jesus that's a gift mm -hmm. <laughs> you know yeah are people surprised that you are so easy to go along get along with you feel like like my clients or? yeah i think people because people don't know how the whole mural process work you know they're kind of like everyone's like i've never hired an artist before yeah. like how does this work and so i'm like oh 
you know, because I love chit chatting. So I'm just like, oh, let me tell you, it's easy, you know. So I think <laughs> they, you know, I try to make it pretty seamless and yeah. to, you know, like I am, I'm not in it for the business end of it. You know, like I make yeah. money, but like I'm not gonna like complicate it with a lot of contracts and stuff like that. Yeah. I'm much more like, you know, I trust you, you trust me let's do this thing right so and it's honestly like i avoid the business end as much as possible Mm -hmm. and i don't do contracts most of the time unless it's like a massive thing but so but i've only ever been screwed over maybe one one time actually in whatever 15 16 years yeah and it was by like a few hundred dollars and it was a church dang it so i mean i'm like okay all the hours of my of those 15 years that i would have spent doing contracts and all that stuff like i didn't i spent that you know playing with my kids or whatever like doing whatever i wanted to and you know so i for me i feel like that's a win like i have managed to make this very easy for people and people are pretty awesome like most people are pretty easy sometimes people get under my skin a little bit but i'm also like but this is a mural they're gonna look at every day like i get it if they're picky you know you kind of have to like you know you may not always be super into what they want to do but it's like but it's their baby so right so i try to make it easy for people and most people are super happy yeah 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 would you consider it your art their art or a combination most of the time it's a combination yeah like i don't have i don't feel an ownership and i think that helps because if they were like i'll just pay you to paint over it and start over i'd be like sweet okay you know like i might be a little bummed but it's like i mean i do that i have murals that mural walls that i replace every few months and it's like okay so there every once in a while i'll have a project like i did one at the night owl and pb and that yeah owner, that one was yeah, great that one i love that one and that i started one, following yeah. you and then i drove yeah. by that like, oh, yeah. two days later i was like <laughs> damn look at that so that's like one of the most like visible murals i have and so i don't know if it's because it's visible or there's something i did the first wall and i really liked it and it was kind of just an important wall for me like it worked out really well i didn't have a firm design and we changed stuff around and so i don't know but it came and i was like once it was done i was like i really like that like it was just it felt very me yeah. you know like he yeah. he had kind of told me what to do like he wanted an owl in it but i did everything else and so that one i had a little bit of ownership so then when i did the other side you know i was going to have assistance on it and i was almost like Oh, I don't know. Like that feels weird to have assistance. Like it felt, it felt weird to like have people help me. And I mean, they did help me, but there was a part where I was just like, but I want to, like, I'm not a great boss. I'm not good at telling people what to do. So I was like, I don't want anyone to be doing stuff that I want to be doing. Yeah. So yeah, when it, when uh, there's certain times where I have like a little bit of the, my art kind of feeling, but most of them, you know, I don't. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. That one was so cool. It was like, I mean, it was like striking. Oh yeah. Like well, I'm it's driving on the road building. and it was just yeah. like, damn, what is mm-hmm. that? Well, we've done the whole building now because it's such a weird little spot. I mean, it's super visible. Yeah. But you know, we ended up we did one side at first, like three years ago, and then we did the front and the other side. So it's like a lot going on. Yeah. But it's such a fun vibe, and like the owner's a really nice dude, and like. 
totally. and, and going in there that place is amazing yeah People have the craziest stories in there oh, so fun yeah it, it looks like a like a dive bar it used to be like legit dive bar okay. and now they fixed it up so it's still a dive bar but it's like a little nicer okay you know it's like a dive bar with like a fresh set of it's a pv dive bar yeah yes yeah. cool <laughs> yeah. but yeah like first time i went in there like i got a, a story of like a guy getting knifed somebody <laughs> swallowing a bag of cocaine <laughs> like i mean it was like people in there have stories oh my god so, yeah oh what would that experience be like <laughs> it, was, it was a lot yeah <laughs> it's like time release cocaine in your stomach i think he i think he picked it up the next day luckily. oh okay but, yeah. and he was like old he was like 75 years old like, oh yeah yeah he survived though that's yeah he survived good. yeah <laughs> wow that's incredible mm -hmm. um now i think they were getting close to the time to switch over to the questions are you ready for that i guess so Okay, so these are a set of questions that we've been asking everybody for uh, season two. It's been going great so far. Everyone's uh, survived. All right. See how you do. All right, right. Okay. So, uh, shoot, I don't know if question one's going to work with you. <laughs> Uh-oh. Well, you already kind of said it. What's your breakthrough moment? Now, I was thinking, you know, a lot of times it's like, what's your breakthrough from going from, like, not being an artist or a creative mm -hmm. in your world to being and you already said it was your first mural was there like maybe a breakthrough into the next level when you like really hit your stride maybe we could do that because it like seems like at first you kind of got yeah. started when did you like become hana's murals yeah like, when did you arrive so i would say so what happened is I kind of mentioned it before, but so my wife and I, we took our kids out of school for a year and traveled. And so that we had kind of planned it for a few years. We had talked about it. And then we had a year where like a lot of stuff went bad, where we had a lot of people get sick. A lot of people die around us. Just like a lot of really intense stuff happen. And so our plan had been to leave in like a, a year after that. And so once we had that year of just like such intense stuff, we were like, we really need to do this. You know, it kind of slaps you in the face a little bit. It makes you realize that like, you don't need to wait around to do this stuff. Cause it doesn't make sense. Yeah. It wasn't a great time. Like my business was doing really well. And it was like, is this the time to be leaving for, a, you know, we left for over a year yeah. and my wife was, she's a, she was a district attorney. So she was going to retire, but it was like, oh, but if you stick around five or six more years, you're going to get this better retirement. And so it was, and you know, like our daughter had braces and, you know, our kids are in school and there were, you know, like all these things where you're like, the world's telling you not to do this thing because it's just not the right time. But then if you really like step back, like it's never going to be the right time. Right. It's like the right time to have kids. Like it's never the right time. Right. Like, the, you know. <laughs> so we ended up like pulling the trigger and doing it. And so we left in 2016, right after our kids got out of school. And so we were gone for 14 months and it was just amazing. Like it was total terrible stuff too, right? Which, you know, like the whole Instagram thing about how everything like looks lovely. Like I tried to post like the worst shit that would happen to us. Just like, you know, here's us holding a bag of my son's vomit in the car because we can't get out. <laughs> here's like us getting attacked by mosquitoes. And, you know, just like all the horrible stuff because it was so painful, you know, terrible hikes, terrible this and that. But overall, like a very huge experience for our family and like the kids grew so much they got so much stronger and so 
as we were coming back from that, it was like, okay, my wife has retired. So now she's going to be home. And our kids were like 13 and eight at the time when we got back. So I was like, okay, you're going to hold down the fort now. And I'm going to try to push it with my business. And so the timing just, I was like, it's going to take me a long time to get back on my feet. Cause like, you know, you got to work up to it, but things just like picked up really quickly. Yep. And so that I think was the big kind of turning point for my business of going from like, Oh, I make some money. And, you know, to really being like, Oh no, this is like a legit business. So that was in 2017. And so from there, you know, like I redid my website and I read, you know, just redid a lot of stuff and got more professional and just put invested more into my business and was willing to spend more time on it as well. Yeah. Nice. So, yeah. So it's good timing. And then boom. And then, yeah. So 2019 was huge. Such a big year. I don't even know how I did everything I did. And so it's great. So I started working with like the children's hospitals and, you know, getting really huge projects up in LA and Orange County. And so that was really good and bringing on some helpers sometimes. Cause before that I had always worked on my own. So that was the first time I ever brought on helpers which is like a cool experience just to have other people around. Cause I had kind of like, I never reached out to the artist community. I like lived in the burbs, was raising my kids, was busy with work, whatever. And like, I never was part of that world and had other artists around. Yeah. So even like just having assistance is super awesome. Cause it's like, you have other people to bounce ideas off of, which I was like, I was just always by myself figuring it out. So that's been like a very, it's helped me grow a lot. And like build more i've been trying to reach out like even doing this with you you know i've been trying to reach out more to the like the community of artists and it's it is it's really it's cool to meet other people doing this because we give each other good advice oh yeah we do <laughs> to all the listeners out there i've got a project going <laughs> and i had a bit of a conundrum going tomorrow of how i was going to handle this one situation and hannah gave me nuggets of advice yes. that i'm definitely going to use much appreciated yeah so i think it's like you need to use your resources and i just never even knew they were there yeah so i just figured it out on my own and it was slow and painful yeah. so now i'm like oh like people we can really give each other good advice when we're around each other yeah totally and a lot of artists i think in the art world because we're like a solo uh event you know yeah. then like it's sort of thought of as like we need to operate that way um yeah. But really, and like, you know, there's like competition feeling at times. Like mm -hmm. I remember like in high school, like feeling competitive with some of the other artist kids and like, yeah. um, there's none of that. Like, there's no competition. We're like, we're competing against ourselves to be as good as we can be. That's it. Like, well, cause we're also different. And I think that's the thing is yeah. like, I don't feel like there's a lot of muralists. Like when I started, there were very few muralists yeah. in San Diego. There were like four of us and one of them was just retiring. Yeah. And so it was like, there was nobody. And now even with there being so many more, it's like, but we're all really different. Yeah. And so I feel like, you know, with clients, I'm always just like, look at my portfolio, you know, look at my Instagram, look at my website. Like yeah. you'll know whether I'm the right person for you. Like, you know, they're yeah. picking me. So I just try to, I, I don't think there's a lot of competition in that respect because the variation and like, yeah. and I try to also just, cause like when I'm overwhelmed with work, I just try to give it out to other artists. Yeah. Cause I'm just like, why not? You know? Yeah. 
and there's such it's such a big world like there's so many building projects everywhere all the time so many restaurants so many you know Mm -hmm. hospitals and all the different things yeah and one of the cool things about it is it paint fades over time yeah right (laughs) so it's like it it, things need to be touched up things need to be done and concepts you know change Change. and and, and flip and rotate you know like and one thing will happen in the world that all of a sudden changes the context of Mm. everything that's out there and so then this mural won't hit the same anymore yes this happened or whatever yeah that's uh that's cool i like Mm -hmm. that good good answer on that first one Yeah. yeah um okay so the next question is about flow state okay flow state do you know what that is mm-hmm. okay um what is your favorite flow state moment so far and this can be like you know something that you get into regularly like this could be a recurring flow state thing that you get into or you could say like that one time on that one project i remember it was like boom like that does it have to be with work um no Cause I would have to say that like, I seek out stuff in my life that is like kind of intense. Like I like intensity. And so, you know, just like really hard hiking or really like scary things or really like stuff that just like forces you into the moment where like, you don't have, you know, you don't have a chance to think about the past or the future where you're just like sucked into that moment. So I think for me, like, that's what I seek out in, in my life. Like things that are like, every time I travel, it's like, I'm not like, oh, I'm going to go lay on the beach. You know, it's always like, oh, I'm going to go hike, you know, in Nepal, or I'm going to, you know, do like this jet skiing, or I'm going to do, you know, whatever it is that's like scary. Like that is where I find my joy, you know, like working is like slow and methodical and I listen to podcasts and, you know, that's kind of the easy answer, I think, of where time passes and you're doing it. But really for me, like the thing that like makes me lose sense of time and makes me just live, just living would be like intense physical exertion, (laughs) intense fear. Like I like being afraid. I like I just, I like that, that forced like sense of being present, like crawling up a big ladder or doing, you know, it's like, you don't, you're not thinking about your taxes when you're on a tall ladder, you know, <laughs> like you are just forced into that moment. And that is like what I seek out in my life. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Scary shit. Thrill seeker. Thrill seeker. <laughs> Adventure. Yep. Cool. Yeah, that's fun. That's definitely flow state. That's right. I mean, it's not the same. I feel like flow state is sometimes it's like it's supposed to be somewhat kind of easier things that just cause you to like be more meditative, maybe. I don't think so. No, no. I think that's how I think of it normally is like where you're doing something that's like not too challenging, but not too easy, where it just hits right in the middle, kind of. Um, I wouldn't say that's necessary for the definition. I think um I think it's really like all about presence like you're saying you're not thinking about the future or the past and you're like uh there's like this like freshness and like aliveness that Mm -hmm. happens when you're in flow state and yeah some people get it through like doing like slow meditation yeah you know i forget that kind of karate is called but is there uh, fast meditation (laughs) what is the there's like a karate like a movement like qigong maybe i'm not sure it's called but uh you know there's that or there's like 
boxing yeah you know like and people will like you'll like hit these flow states like athletes do it all the time in different ways and like you know that's super intense and yeah they get into it like all of a sudden like things are it's like time and space time it just doesn't exist yeah because you're just there that's all you are is doing is existing in that moment and i think that's like such a good place to be yeah (laughs) because our mind is constantly like pulling us back and pulling us forward and it's like no just be here because you need to be here right now did you ride horses as a kid no no we were poor okay (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> i got like kicked by a cow but no. okay yeah. okay <laughs> no, we had, like, is there a flow state there yeah, flow state. <laughs> okay cool no. we like rode our pigs <laughs> that sounds damn flowy i love it okay pig flow state folks yeah, you heard it here state, first yeah. <laughs> um okay okay here we go question three what is your advice to aspiring creatives oh it's so funny because i listened to your um you did the one with uh, ground floor murals yeah and so i listened to that one that episode and i was just you know laughing. them i i like know them through instagram yeah you know? so i don't yep. really know them but we like comment on each other's stuff and yeah. like whatever so we're like best friends perfect but um They're great. they were talking about how just like oh you know we started like a year ago yeah. and we were just like kids come up to him like this is so cool and they're like you should try it too like it's so easy we just picked up a can of paint and it was so easy and I'm like oh my god so it's just so funny because I feel like there are people in the world where that just happens like you're just like amazing and you just and like that's not my experience at all so I thought that was just like so cool of like there's just totally different trajectories in the world right and so for me I was not a like super gifted artist like I wasn't just, I wasn't someone, like I look at the stuff from 15 years ago and it was like, you should not have been a muralist. Like, I don't know how I was able to make any money. And so for me, like somebody probably could have told me the truth and I would have never done it because I just wasn't good enough yet. Right. But it's like, people are always like, oh my God, I am a terrible artist. I can't do this. And it's like, art is just like anything else. Like you just have to practice, you know, like you just have to put in the hours and like, we're not all going to arrive at the same level. Like some people, you know, like ground floor murals are just like, they're just a lot better. Right. Like maybe like phenomenal. And some people are going to be phenomenal after 20 years and they may have sucked in the beginning, you know? So like, we all have a different trajectory, but like, you're never going to get there unless you start trying it. And so I think people think art is like a god-given talent yep you know people always when they see me outside they're just like oh my god you're so lucky to get to do what you love and I'm like it's so funny that everyone assumes I love this which I do love it but I'm like I'm sure it just because it's art doesn't mean I love it doesn't mean it's not a job like it doesn't so it's just like anything like you wouldn't like say oh I'm not going to take a Spanish class because I don't speak Spanish it's like well no you don't speak Spanish because you haven't taken a Spanish class like you have to practice so I think for me, I I don't say no to things. Like I just, I need to start saying no more, but I just always said yes to every job. Like w- I will try it. If I was like mortified, I actually got fired one time because I said yes to a job that I wasn't ready for yet, <laughs> but only once. Yeah. So I think I've just, I always like pushed it and took a chance and, you know, would take on everything and just try to figure it out, you know, because you just like, you're, 
you may not think you're ready, but you could try and maybe you'll figure it out. Like maybe you won't, maybe you get fired. But like, I think my, I think I was so young when I started, I was like 23 or something, you know? So I was young enough to just be like, oh, I'll do this. And, and it wasn't great, but I just kept doing it and doing it and doing it. And now I'm pretty good, but like it took 15 years. Like, so what was my advice? Just say yes, I guess. Like just try. I mean, if it's what you want to do, you just have to start doing it. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I feel like you're, uh, this is so great. And tying it back to what we were talking about earlier with the art teachers and whatnot. It's like, you're, of course, you're not good at it at the beginning. Yeah. <laughs> you haven't practiced. You yeah. haven't learned the techniques. You haven't learned how, why things work the way they do and how mm -hmm. it all goes together. Yeah. And it's just like, and um, it's scary at first. Like, yeah. But no one knows how to draw a face the first time they do it. No. Even like the best artists in the world didn't yeah. know how to do it. They just had a lot of training. You just had to learn. Yeah. Like, and and people, I think that that's the biggest, like so many people could be artists if they tried. And yes. we're still using like the term good and thinking of, I feel like that's all, even looking at art too linearly yeah where it's either good or bad it's yeah. black or white it's like no there's like so much room mm -hmm. like width wise like oh you're over here you're over here like this is what yeah. your art's like in all these different ways like art is so much more than that and there's so many ways to make it and mm -hmm. all the stuff it's cool yeah i remember like i think i saw a movie ages ago and it had like basquiat you know the character yeah. and, it was, and i yeah. was just like God, his art is shit. I remember seeing it when I was younger and just like, this stuff is crap. It's so terrible. Like, right. how? and I see it now and I'm like, oh, I get it now. Like, yeah. but at that age, it like, it wasn't beautiful. It wasn't good, you know? So I just didn't see the value in it, you know, when I was younger. And it's like, so it's, you know, yeah. Some people are going to hate your art. Some people are going to love it, and, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Well, <clears throat> I feel like that ties into question number four. Oh God, pretty I nicely. Heard this one earlier, yeah. Yeah. What is your definition of art or something? I feel like you're squirming <laughs> a little bit. <laughs> well, I was trying to think of it because I listened to your podcast earlier today, and I was like, Oh God, I don't think that question. Don't think about it. You got to be present with it. Don't answer it yet. Let me ask you. Let me ask Wait, you. Wait, don't think so. Okay. Let me ask you, and yes. then and then if you want, you can repeat it to yourself, and then okay. maybe the answer will come. All right. You. Okay. Just flow with it. That's, yeah. Flow state. That's yeah. what we're going for. Mm -hmm. What's your definition of art? I would have once said like things that are beautiful. Like I think I used to think it had to be beautiful. And now, and then I think at some point after that, I would have said things that take time because I was really into like the, like putting something when you view it and you see that somebody put a lot of time into it. And now I think I would be more in the something that someone creates that makes you think. <laughs> That's my short answer. <laughs> <laughs> so, but it'll probably be different in like a year. Yeah. Makes you think. Because it's like, it's, it doesn't have to be beautiful. It doesn't need to take a lot of time, right? Like, but I feel like that there should be some, it should elicit some type of reaction. Yeah whether it's just that you hate it, that you love it. Yeah, and maybe that's the judge judgment of good art or not. It's if it like, doesn't make you think or feel If it's anything. effective in that. Yeah. 
and like really good art would be like create a like a powerful reaction in you or but then the like a pile of vomit would be great art then right because it just makes you feel so oogie poop on a chair, poop on a chair. <laughs> i mean i feel i feel a reaction i mean do we just figure out what yeah. great art yeah. is <laughs> tape a banana to poop on a chair <laughs> yeah i mean and that's or a poop banana a poop banana <laughs> that really makes you feel Dude, I'm having a reaction. Right? right? Now. Does that give you like a growth? Ew, I feel like you just made art without even making like, art. Right? Oh my God, so many reactions. I wonder if you can make an NFT of that. Oh, I can't handle the NFT thing. Just like poop banana. Poop banana. It NFT. doesn't even have to be a picture of a poop banana. It just is the words. It's just the words. Elicit banana. the idea, the thought. Oh God, I have a feeling. Yeah, there's a reaction. Wow. I think we're really mm -hmm. breaking ground here. I think so. Yeah. This is contemporary art, folks, mm -hmm. right here. Mm -hmm. You heard it. Yeah. <laughs> Groundbreaking. Oh, this is good. Um, all right. All right. Well, uh, I'd like to thank you for coming on the podcast. First off, you came to my studio. Yeah. We're in the art shack right now. Mm -hmm. And uh, you, brought, you brought wine that we're mm -hmm. sipping on, jelly bellies. Yeah. Uh, the discarded ones. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, we got chocolate that we're going to eat at the break. Yeah. So this is amazing. Winning. I really appreciate you doing that. Yeah. Thank you for and, having me. <laughs> definitely. Um, and more than that, I want to commend you for continuing on your merry way, making art, doing your thing, like not giving up, just like following your dream. Mm -hmm. Because like, uh, I mean, I feel like there's so many artists out there that are just like these little seeds that they just need to keep on watering mm -hmm. and like keep going and they're gonna get somewhere awesome and like you're a perfect example of that like trying it seeing what happens saying yes to things mm -hmm. it's like you you're you're the art in life artist right there so it's been many years of watering <laughs> that's what it's all about cheers yeah. to you on that cheers. one um cool all right where can people follow you? Uh, people can find me on my website, uh, hanasmurals.com, and my Instagram, hanasmurals. Sweet. No H at the end of Hana. Nope. nope. It's not Hannah. I wouldn't do that. It's not Hannah. No. Nope. Hana. I messed that up earlier. I didn't Everybody know, messes but, up. Yeah. My full name is Johanna. Johanna. I go by Hannah. Oh, well, that's cool. All right. Sweet. My first name is Christopher. Oh, yeah. So learning everything. Yeah, we're divulging secrets here. Um, okay, cool. Well, we're going to take a little break and then mm -hmm. we're going to go into part two. And before we go, we would like one last bit of wisdom from you. And it can be about anything. Just something wise. <laughs> no pressure. Just say something really wise. <laughs> hmm. What would be something wise? Like about anything? Anything. Oh god. Um, okay, I have one. Uh years ago, I was like listening to like morning talk show radio. And they were having this thing where it was like call in with like the best bit of advice, like marriage advice that anyone's ever given to you. And so there was a bunch of stupid advice. And this one person called in and their advice was home is not the place where you get to be mean to people. And I was like, Oh, that's so good. Cause I feel like 
all day long we're out in the world and you're like nice to the people at the grocery store you're nice to people you run into you know you're nice to all the people around you and then you get home and you're tired and you just like let out your worst the worst of you at home to the people that actually love you and are gonna spend the rest of their lives with you and like it's just such a shame so I've always tried to like keep that in my mind that like because you know we all have that we're just like you're just like spent and you want to take it out on the people that love you the most so that's great there you go all right radio talk show morning radio advice thanks guys (laughs) all right sweet we're gonna take a break again This podcast is brought to you by High Ground Coffee, an adventure coffee brand with a new twist on brewing coffee, wherein you steep coffee like it's a tea. You just drop a packet in hot water and you go. It's the newest way to brew coffee and it's awesome. Use coupon code TAYLOR at checkout for 15% off. Visit them at myadventurecoffee.com. That's myadventurecoffee.com. And we're back. Okay. Anna. Yes. How are you feeling right now? Super good. Super good? Mm-hmm. You like the vibe in the art shack? It's a nice art shack. Yeah. I was a little nervous nervous at first. I don't really like talking or being on video or audio or anything. So yeah. But now I'm chilled out. Yeah. That's what you're saying before. Yeah. You you seem to like, you know, gel right in, no problem. I like talking to people. I just don't like people listening while yeah. I talk. <laughs> There's a really interesting thing that happens once you know that things are being recorded, mm-hmm. whether it's audio or visual, yeah. all of a sudden your mind becomes aware that everything that you say or do is going to be able to be played over and over again. Mm-hmm. And so then you start like filtering yeah. what happens and what comes out of you, what you do. Yeah. Not my favorite. It can be kind of crippling. Yeah. Yeah. Recently, this podcast has gotten a lot easier for me because mm-hmm. I stopped giving a fuck as much. <laughs> I just get super high before I start. <laughs> I just don't care. I just don't care. Yeah. Well, that's good. No, I and think it, that's a good way to do some stuff. It's yeah, like, but it probably wasn't helping you. Not that I don't give a fuck about the podcast. I'm very, mm-hmm. I'm like passionate about. But you're the not podcast. worried about what people think, right? And I don't really think that people. I don't know. I mean, they care, but they don't care that much. No, like everyone's. That's. Yeah. I think that's the thing that people get hung up on a lot is that we think that people care and give a shit more than they do about our our own like my mom had a quote you wouldn't worry so much about what people thought of you if you knew how seldom they did (laughs) that's great Mm -hmm. your mom's a genius wow tell her i think she's a genius she just died oh that's right (laughs) oh my god (laughs) i'll let her know i am the worst podcaster (laughs) ever it's okay Remember when I said I stopped giving a shit? See? That's not what I meant. And now you're just a horrible person. Now, like, my foot is completely in my mouth. Oh, my God. Maybe we should start this part. You're fine. Don't worry. That's life. Now I'm worried about, like, what people think about that. What? Yeah, see? Oh, my God. But they don't think about me. Oh, what do I do? Oh. You're fine. um, Shit. Well, much love. Yeah. Mm -hmm. To you and your mom and Mm -hmm. everything. Um. All right, should we move on from this moment? Into <laughs> yeah, let's, the, uh, yeah, let's questions and forward. concepts. Yes, yes. Okay, great. So you heard how it goes. We've got the questions that you can choose from. You can choose okay. one, uh, one or the yeah. other. Okay. You can choose questions or concepts. 
and I have three loaded in each direction. Hmm. Which one would you go for? I don't know. I mean, I I made these questions sort of. Uh, Did you specifically, make them for me? Yeah, I made the, the questions and concepts. Did you make the concepts for me too? Yeah, yeah. Oh wow. So I think they'll both be interesting. Um, either way you go. Okay, I'll go questions because I feel like you put more effort into the questions. You do. <laughs> well, they're a little more complex to come yeah, up with. Right. Concepts do go quickly, right? right? So I'm you put more that. effort into it. So let's use it. Okay. Okay. Cool. So uh, question one is, uh, what's the secret to a good life? Oh, I love this. Question two is... No, what... just let's start with one. Do we have to do all the questions at once? No, you choose one question. Oh, shit. Okay. Yeah, you choose one out of the three. Okay. So that's one. Secret to a good life. Number two is, what does five years from now look like for you, mm -hmm. assuming everything goes perfectly? <laughs> right yeah i mean nice idea we're not realistic we're but manifesting okay. here yeah, but yeah, yeah. why not maybe it could it probably I've, I've lived a long time it's not going to mm, this is maybe we should dive into that yeah <laughs> um and then the third question is who's your favorite artist of all time yeah that's not my favorite one okay i'll go one of the first two okay, okay um what was the first one again we got secret to a good secret life. to a good life yep and then the other one's five years from now assuming everything goes perfectly um okay so i would do secret to a good life i am very much like i just listened to the podcast you did with your family friend yep. about like death and dying and all of that and like I've dealt with a lot of death in my life. My dad died when I was a little kid. My brother committed suicide a few years ago. My mother just passed away. And so when you come face to face with stuff like that, it just teaches you that like you need to be you now. Like you just can't wait to live your life. You yeah. can't like wait to re retire. You can't wait to have enough money. You can't wait. Like there's never a good time to do anything. Yeah. It will never be the right time to do anything that you want to do in your life. Like if you're going to wait for the right time, it's never going to happen. Yeah. So for me, like I have always pushed myself out of my comfort zones, you know, to the limit of how much money I have and what I can do to do the things that I want to do. And I think that that has made my life better in that I have always done the things I wanted to do. Like if I, I don't want to die now, but if I died tomorrow, like, I think I'd be like, that was a pretty good run. Like I did, you know, I was 40, I'm 40 right now. Like I did a lot of cool stuff. So yeah, could I have done more? Yes. But like, I feel like I have a job that I love. You know, I have an awesome family. I've traveled a ton. Like I try to take, I try to say yes to everything. And so like even this year, I was, when I was turning 40 in April, I didn't think I was going to be able to have a birthday party because of COVID. So I made a list of 40 things I had to do between January 1st and my birthday on April 18th. And one of them was go skinny dipping on New Year's day. <laughs> so I was like, sweet, game on. And I had cake for breakfast that day. And so I was, and one of my friends is over on New Year's Eve and she's like, this year, I'm going to say yes to stuff. And I was like, oh, I'm going skinny dipping in the morning. Like, come with me. I'm going to Black Speech. And she was like, oh, no, no, no. Like, I can't do that. I can't. And so she said no. And I was like, come on. Like, you just said you're going to say yes to stuff. 
And like, I woke up New Year's Day, I was hungover, did not want to get up and hike down to Black's Beach, but I went with a friend of mine, jumped in the water and like felt amazing. Yeah. And I even had to work that day. I went home, had like a mimosa or something and then went to work. <laughs> so I was like, oh my God. But it was like such a beautiful way to start the day. I didn't necessarily really want to do it, but I just think like that kind of stuff, just like live your life, do stuff, even if it's uncomfortable, even if, you know, like, if you wait around for like comfortable, if you just sit there in comfort, like you're not gonna do anything and comfort doesn't get you anywhere. Like get uncomfortable with your life because that's where you do fun stuff. That's where you live is outside of comfort. That's wow. Yeah, mind blown. <laughs> My mind is blown. <laughs> And always fly coach. Yes, always fly coach. Because <laughs> first class is just too fancy. Yeah. You're gonna get spoiled. Oh man. <laughs> no, yeah. <laughs> the oil painting thing, right? Yeah. 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 Um. Wow. Yeah, that just kind of blew my mind right there. Dive in. Like, just go for just it. Yeah. Live fully. And I think I will say though, in having said that right now, I am like pushed to my limit because I've been like, we just went on a trip to Greece and Turkey for a month, which I always take a month off in the summer, even though it's like high mural season, but I'm like, I don't care. My kids are off school. We're going somewhere fun. So we yeah. used to a big, huge trip. And then as soon as I got home, my mom was sick. So then I had two weeks off and then I had to go to my mom's memorial, which was another week. So I've had seven weeks off this summer and I am so slammed with work. And so like, I'm trying and I'm a yes sayer. I want to do every job. I love my clients. I love my friends. Every time they invite me to go swimming in the ocean or go get drunk or play pickleball or, you know, whatever it is, I'm always like, yes, 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 yes. And I'm like, at the point where I'm like, I think I have to start saying no a little bit. Like, so I, I think there is a point where you have to like, don't always say yes. Right. <laughs> like it can be like trying on you, but that you should like try to say yes as much as possible, even when you're maybe not even when you're tired or yeah yeah like lean in lean in that direction and Mm -hmm. then say no when you are pushed yeah too far or like yeah like be yeah I would definitely I've that's what type of person I am and I've always like leaned into the yes oh yeah yeah for sure yeah Yeah. and it's been great and it's gotten me into all sorts of life adventures and awesome places and situations and Mm -hmm. um yeah and then I've had to find that no threshold Mm -hmm. and um yeah it kills me though I still it drives me crazy like I was so busy a few weeks ago and I was like I had a job like up in LA and I had to be driving there and like I was gonna start super early in the morning but the night before there was a concert that my friend wanted to go to and I was just like I could do both I could do both and it was like you can't like you can't do both you know and it's like I could have done both but there's just also like a quality of life at some point that you're like, yeah. you can't drink all night and then wake up at 4 a.m. and drive to L.A. and work all day. You know, so for me, I have to like calm down, calm down. Like you yeah. don't have to do everything. Yeah. But I think it's good to put yourself out there because I think so many people are just afraid of getting out there. They're afraid. They just don't want to leave their house. They don't want to they don't want to be uncomfortable. Like, I think that's the big thing I've learned. Is like I like being uncomfortable. I don't like being uncomfortable, but that's where I do great things. That's where like the fun happens. Is like when you're getting bitten by mosquitoes, like when your legs are dying, when you're super hot, when you're super cold, like all of that discomfort in your life, like that's where the great stuff happens. And 
you know, it just. Where did you learn that? Or who did you learn that from? It's a good question. I mean, I grew up in like a pretty uncomfortable house. Like we, I grew up in the middle of nowhere. And so our house was like very, we didn't have AC and it gets to be like 120 degrees. (laughs) No AC. We had like, it was a, we had like bats upstairs in our house. One time I came home, there was a snake in the bathroom. Like there were like animals everywhere. Like, so I think I grew up in a very like uncomfortable world and I didn't like it a lot, but I'm also like, okay with it. It was just like, oh, I can handle that. And so I think you learn, like you learn, you can handle that. And so my kids grew up in the burbs. And so they're super comfortable with everything. And we took them on that big trip around the world. And I remember right at the end, we were in uh, Columbia and we had been like camping. And then we ended up on this like but to a boat I had to ride a horse out my wife took the kids out on a boat and then we were meeting at the bus station and this huge like rainstorm hit and so they meet me at the bus station they're like so soaked in water all their stuff is wet we're on the bus the air conditioning's on and they can't turn it on on the bus and my kids are just laughing and I was like you know what like 14 months ago they would have been like tears yeah but all of a sudden it's like this cool life experience where it's like this funny story and like the bus driver like gave Casey a shirt but it was like all sweaty and nasty to my daughter who was like 13 and so it's just like this terrible moment where you're like you could cry or you could laugh and if you can laugh at it like it becomes such a good story yeah and so I think that's like I've tried to give that to my children of like you're gonna be uncomfortable it's gonna suck but that's what you're gonna remember you're not gonna tell people stories about laying on the beach no one cares right you're gonna tell them stories about this crazy hike you went on and going into a bat cave and like don't you know like the bad stuff that's the memorable memorable stuff yeah that's the stuff worth like talking about yeah remarkable yeah a friend of mine was talking about the concept of remarkable he was like really breaking it down yeah and he was talking about it in terms of marketing how like when if there's something remarkable then you can like then it kind of like spread on its own Mm. it's a concept that can spread on its own and like he's like what is remarkable like what does that mean it's like it is literally like there's a it's it can be remarked about otherwise like what is it like there needs to be something there to like really dive into (laughs) or else it's like it's just like it's funny because it makes me think of instagram and like things that people comment on where they have something to say about it whereas the stuff that people just put like heart 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 like stupid emojis which i can't stand emojis or like smiley face smiley face. you know it's like there's that kind of thing or there's the thing that people comment like with a question or with like some kind of statement and it is it's true there's like the stuff where you reveal something about yourself or there's a story to tell right or there's some you know like, I, I think there's a part of that where, you, yeah, you try to storytell a little bit. Okay. Yes. I got a question. Uh-oh. <laughs> and so this is kind of a funny question because you're a custom muralist. I'm a custom muralist. Yeah. Custom artist. And so I feel like... Do you want to have a duel? Is that what you're going to ask? Not even close. <laughs> <laughs> no. You're wearing that cool thing. You would win for sure. Oh, no. <laughs> no. My question is, okay, so like yeah. in my world, I feel like what I've been doing art-wise is like 
building my skill set and developing my understanding of the artistic language along the way. And I've always felt like there's going to be some like major opportunity to like make something impactful mm -hmm. at some point. I guess I just like think that there's going to be that. And, and like in my world, I'm trying to actually transition more from the custom place to the like developing my own style where yeah. like that is like the thing. And I'm wondering if you uh, have any sort of feelings along those same lines or like if you're like what if like what if you took a year and made art that like you just like you could make anything you wanted like what what would your art be about that at that point or like are you making art in, on like in that direction yeah, at side, some like, level or anything like that I've thought about that a bit lately because I've been super overwhelmed with work and just like I need a break I need a break and like I know people take breaks like it's a thing that people do where sure. I could just like go and do what I want to do but I will say I don't think that's my goal yeah like I I've thought about it and there've been times like during COVID, I started kind of doing some of my own stuff and I kind of meandered along, but I think social media is like messed with my head a little bit, you know, mm -hmm. where you're like trying to create something for other people and yeah. you're just like, oh, it's so, so I, I, I would need to like purge social media out of my life, I think, yeah. to just be like, no, if I want to create something for me, the thing is I really don't like creating stuff that doesn't have a home. Mm. So I have a big problem like painting a canvas that doesn't have an owner or doesn't have a wall or, you know, I end up doing like really like utilitarian stuff like I'll paint you a coffee mug or a card, or, you know, something that's like useful in some way, because I don't like creating for creation's sake, because I hate the idea of things going unused. I hate the idea of waste or any, you know, so I don't enjoy painting a canvas that doesn't have a home. Like I need it to be a commission or I need it, which is a, I, it's probably just a, a, a product of my job with that. Mm -hmm. But I think it would really stop me because I'd be like, what the hell am I doing this for? Like, what if nobody likes it? Like, what am I going to do with it? I don't want to just hang it up. What if wall. nobody like, likes it? Well, no, wow. but I don't because I don't want it for me. Right. Like, or if I'm, am I just going to create art just for my house? Like I do stuff like projects yeah, yeah, around yeah. my house. I'm cool with that. Yeah. Like I don't. I think for me, like my creative talent is like a gift that I like to give others. Yeah. I like to make gifts for other people yeah. and then use it to, as a job. Like I don't like it, in the one that the podcast that you were just doing with, with um, Diane, Diane about death and dying. She was talking about like, if you had 90 days left, like what creative projects would you do? And, and she was kind of ripping on travel. And I was like, Oh no, I would take my family traveling. Like I would go out and travel the world and do stupid. Like I would not sit around and paint a painting. Yeah. Like that's not in my last 90 days. Hell no. Yeah. Like I may do it for fun here and there, like while I'm somewhere cool or yeah. with people I love, but like me creating art, I don't think is like I said, like, it's not like an ownership. It's not something that I need to show the world of me. It's not like expression of me. Like, I like it. Like, I feel like I'm a service provider. Yeah. I'm yeah. a blue collar. Like I, yeah. and I'm okay with that. Like, I think I'm super lucky that like I get to create stuff for other people. So I don't think I would sit around and paint a bunch of stuff for myself. Yeah. Or for, I mean, if it's not for yourself, who is it for then? Right. It has to be for other people and then they have to like it. Right. So but it could be for yourself that 
and then end up being for other people because of that like yeah sometimes people being themselves and expressing themselves is exactly what others need like is is what other people yeah appreciate in that i would just hate like i idea. would feel yeah. like if you just made art like people without yeah. any intention of it going anywhere yeah. without any thought of the future what at all like yeah like and i mean coming back to like the present concept like mm -hmm. being present in the moment if you yeah. just made art for like three months yeah i would think that you would make incredible shit that would just like people would want like yeah i also don't want to sell it yeah i hate selling stuff i'm a terrible salesperson but what if you had somebody else sell it what if you had someone else be your salesperson i also don't love that. i don't know like i i love like i love this service interaction of my art i love that like somebody calls me and they're like i need something and i'm like hey i do that thing and then i'm like let me help you like I'm not selling myself as an artist. Like people call me because they need me. And I'm like, hey, like I never do outreach. I never do anything. Like people come to me and I'm like, hey, I'll help you with that. That sounds fun. Yeah. So I love that like interaction. Maybe when I get older and I'm just like, like you might chilling. Be selling yourself short. But am I? Like what's what's the loss? Like I have I have like a a job that I enjoy. I make yep. good money. Yep. I have enough free time. Like I get to travel and hang with my family. Like where's the loss? Like, is the world missing out on me? Like maybe on something I'd create, but like, is it really that important? Like I, I don't know. And I'm, I'm like, I'm kind of leaning into you on this one. Yeah. Um, because I also lean into my other friend, Anna Parker, Yeah. who does murals. And like, we talk about this sort of stuff all the yeah. time and um and yeah it's i mean and, and you've talked about like the blue collar feel you know yeah. and like that is like and and you like that like the underdog approach that you know you take and i just wonder if like if this sort of like a uh, mindset is all connected with it wait if of the mindset of about my art yeah yeah, I mean, I think it's all, yeah, intertwined, for I'm, sure. I'm playing art teacher here. Yeah. And thinking that, like, you've got a lot more in you than you maybe even think you do. I mean, I think that's probably true. Like, if I sat around and just, like, you know, tried to discover what I want to make, yeah, probably some weird-ass shit would come out you know like and, and I did that when I was I like a teenager <laughs> yeah and I did all kinds of crazy collages and like you know I did all kinds of weird stuff and I could you know I can do that and I'll totally enjoy it but I don't know like at this point in my life like I'm enjoying being a part of the world and like yeah I don't know like I love like I love construction workers like being around construction workers that they're just like building buildings like i think that's so yeah. rad like people just like building the world like making stuff happen like i think for me that's enough like could i want more yeah i mean i feel like people are always pushing me like oh you need to charge more money oh you need to do that you know and it's like at what point like, you don't need to do anything i don't yeah like i'm i feel lucky yeah. in what i do yeah. i feel like i get to use my talent to do something pretty cool and work in a different place all the time and have you know so and i maybe i will do that at some point i mean you know i got many years left well i can't be on like scaffolding in language for the rest of my life so there probably will come a point where i'm like no i'm right. gonna sit in a studio and paint something because i'm done 
and then I'll probably be phenomenal because that'll be like 20 years from now and I'll be so good so then I'll be like grandma Moses and I'll just like kill it yeah but like I don't I don't want to be a gallery artist like my goal in life is to never be at a gallery (laughs) all right I think that's a good is that a good goal (laughs) I mean it's a goal (laughs) it's a goal I'm not gonna say good or bad I don't know I I mean that's the end of the duality again yeah doesn't really exist is whatever you want it to be yeah I don't know I just think that like that's not my world and it's not really a world I want to be a part of so yeah I'm cool just to like yeah do what I'm doing the construction but... workers aren't making things that end up like in a gallery no they're making the buildings stuff that's just the whole world can look at yeah so yeah I mean I love and they're not signing their name <laughs> that's true and I, I feel like that's and kind for a of long time I didn't about. either so really yeah yeah so I think like, yeah, I mean, I, I love the idea of like public art, that it's very accessible, all of that, but yeah, I don't know. Like, I'm, I'm not like feeling the need for that, yeah. you know? Yeah. One of the concepts I was going to throw at you oh. was, uh, was contemporary art. <coughs> oh, really? Yeah. Hmm. I'm kind of curious. Um, like what I think about contemporary or just like what, what, whatever, anything. Yeah um I honestly don't feel like a part of the art world at all like I I love you know like I said like I love art that makes you think about stuff and you know often contemporary galleries I end up in I'm just like what the hell is happening here like there's so much weirdness but I I do enjoy the storytelling aspect Mm. like I remember I was in I think I was in like Melbourne years like probably 20 years ago and I was in the contemporary art gallery and I went in this massive hall and they had these paintings that were probably like, I want to say they were like eight by 15 feet tall. There were like four or five of them, huge. And it was this like stormy ocean scene. I think it was in black and white. And it was like Minnie Mouse drowning and Mickey Mouse was like saving her. And there was like a ship in the background, but it was all paintings of the same thing. And I was like, this is stupid like so dumb and they're so big and like I just was like what is happening this is so dumb like and they were all like the same painting and so I read the little plaque on the wall and it was some artist that had created the painting but then every year they created the same painting by memory oh wow so it was a whole study in memory it didn't have to do at all with the stupid painting and I was like oh and then I started looking at him and I was like Oh, and then you saw the differences and you saw that, you know, and I was like, okay, this is cool now that I have like a little bit of a backstory. If you just walked up to it, you're like, this is nothing I care about, you know, but there's like, so there's that part of contemporary art, which is like, you don't always get it at first. And sometimes you never get it. But I do think like that of just like making you think a little bit more of, that's good. Yeah. I mean, that's like focusing on the process in your progression as an artist do you are, do you feel like there's like a like a honing in on the process are you like I guess in my world I feel like I'm starting to like really define my process and um and it's becoming part of like my signature approach oh, yeah. and so I'm wondering if there's like anything along those lines where your your process your flow has like really like just you know maybe become like dialed in or like you've gotten some habits figured out and that work for you I think I know how to do stuff but 
I think in the same way that I live my life, I don't do the same thing twice. So like right now, this is a perfect example. I started this mural today and I showed up and they were supposed to have the walls painted black and they didn't. Oh. And I was like, guys, I mean, I was like, I can paint the walls, but it's going to cost like 10 times more than your painter. Like it's yeah. dumb for me to paint the walls. Yeah. And I want to start right now because this is the day I have planned. So I was like, and so she had some of the paint there, but not enough to paint the whole wall. So I was like, crap. Okay. So I'm like, okay, I'm supposed to do this big lettering that says breathe. So I'm like, I could paint the wall black right now, the metal portion, but then I'm going to have to wait like an hour for it to dry. So I'm doing all the lettering first, and then I'm going to go in around it with the black, Yeah, <laughs> which is like so dumb because it's like time consuming. But I was also like, but I might get some super sharp letters because it's going to cut off all the edges real sharp, you know, yeah. Yeah. but there's like a drop shadow and all this stuff. So it's going to be a little tricky. So it's like the stupidest way to do it. But I was like, I didn't want to kill an hour waiting for the paint to dry. So I'm like, right. well, this will be a challenge. So I think I enjoy, I enjoy the, the not doing it the same way every time. Like how I should do it. I should paint the wall and then take an hour break and then, you know, come back and do it. But then, so I enjoy that. It's like, I wonder how this is going to turn out. Yeah. So I don't think I, I think I know my skills, but I don't necessarily do the same thing every time, which is hard because I've had like assistance. And I'm trying to like teach them and I'm just like, oh, do it like this. Well, sometimes I do it like this. Well, you could do it like this. And I'm right. like, oh God, I'm a terrible teacher because I'm just like, do it however you want. Like right. there's no right way. So I think I change it up a lot. Like I've painted probably 500 beach scenes in my career. And I feel like every time I just like, I did one, you know, a few weeks ago and I just like did a whole different method. Cause I was like, I wonder how this would work. And it was pretty good. Yeah. There's so many ways to skin a cat. Right? There really is. I know. And uh, yeah. there's a lot of ways to paint a beach scene. I can tell you that. There are. I've done it a badly a lot of times. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> there's a lot of really bad ways to paint a beach scene. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and there's a uh, there's a lot of inefficient ways to do things. Yeah. I've gone through a lot of that of like layering in weird ways, you know, in ways that I thought was going to be better, but yeah. ended up being like making it probably take twice as long and like um that's the one thing that i feel like over time you really start to be like yeah. okay i'm not gonna go that way because that's gonna take twice as long i'm and definitely fast so yeah. i will say i definitely don't like dilly dally with slow stuff yeah i'm just like i'm getting in getting out it's gonna take a day yeah. it's gonna take two days yeah so yeah the stuff like a lot of artists people like they'll hire me for stuff and they'll be like oh my god this one artist said it was gonna take 10 days and it takes me like two like, yeah yeah it may not be as good but it's done in two days like you yeah. know so yeah i do try to get stuff done pretty quickly yeah because i don't want to spend forever doing it yeah so yeah i've probably learned like much quicker ways of getting stuff done and again good and it's all relative <laughs> oh yeah right it's like what degree of complexity do you want it done at that's well, like yeah. a part of it too like speed wise it's like well and sometimes like I feel like effectiveness is a really important thing to think about mm -hmm. not necessarily like is it photorealistic yeah or whatever well like I try to stay like I don't want to price myself out of like a normal human's budget yeah and so that's the thing where I end up doing jobs not for not as much money sometimes and because I can do them faster 
Yeah. You know, and so sometimes it's not always the best work in the world. It's not my best work. I could do better if I had another day. Right. But if they're really happy and they spend half amount uh, the amount of money, right. like who's losing in that deal? Right. You know, I feel like like I had this couple hire me to do like a mural in their backyard and they didn't have a very big budget and they had this other mural that was not good and they wanted it next to it. So I was like, well, I need to create like something similar. <laughs> And so I was like, yeah, I can do it for that, you know? And so I like, I created like a not great mural, but they were yeah. super pumped. Yeah. And I was like, I'm not going to put it out in the world. Yeah. Like, hopefully they don't post it anywhere, but like, they were super happy. Yeah. They spent, you know, less money. And like, I was, and I sat down and had a beer with them afterwards, you know? So it was like, <laughs> okay, that's yeah. a good day, right? Yeah. You're making custom art. You're making what they yes, want. Like, oh, works for the place. Like, I wouldn't consider it good art, but like, whatever, they're stoked. <laughs> It's good for that. Good for them. Yeah, it was a great mural. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's funny. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, I, I think sometimes, yeah, like, could I create better art if I had more time and more money? Sometimes on projects, for sure. Yeah. But sometimes people don't have it. And right. I get that. Like, I didn't have it for most of my life. So. Yeah. I've been doing this thing with, um, with custom paintings. When people ask for a painting, they'll ask for different sizes. And yeah. Then what my flow is uh, with that. And then also for murals too, is I'll say, okay, so I have, I'll give you a base price for yeah. a size. Yeah. And then from there, you can put whatever into it that you want. Okay. So for whatever, you know, you can get for $500, I'll give you a very good painting. Yeah. If you want to put $5,000 into it, I will put everything i've got painting. into it yeah. it's going to be epic like you're yeah. going to get me full on for like mm -hmm. a long time on this yeah. painting making it like like the detail is going to get crazy the depth yeah. the everything all the yeah every element if you get the 500 painting it's going to be good and it's yeah. going to be effective and if that's all yeah. it's not going to have the the dimensional element like i feel like yeah. that's one thing that like when an artist really stays on something for a long time like yeah. the dimensions can really get like you know deepened and, oh totally and it's been working it's been cool and like a lot of times people most of the time i feel like they go above oh that's good base price and then some go yeah. for the base price and that's great too and yeah and i'm not in for too much time well it's the thing it's like people know what they're getting i guess though that the problem would be if they know they went for the cheaper one like are they always wondering like how good would the really good one have been that's on them <laughs> yeah right <laughs> I mean, come on back, bring it back. And yeah, right. More. Yeah. <laughs> Snaz it up a little. But that's part of the whole thing. Like, yeah, you gotta keep them guessing. Like, yeah. ooh, if I spend this much more, what can I get? Throw some more at it. Let's yeah. see. <laughs> and I don't even know exactly what it's what the development's gonna look like. Just yeah. like you said, like you just know it's gonna be better. Yeah. Although sometimes I hit a point where I'm just like, if I keep going, is this getting better or am I just right. spending more time on it? Like I, I do have a bit of a problem where sometimes I don't know where to go at a certain point. Right. I think it's because I've been used to like just getting stuff done. And so then I'm like, okay, Beachin's done. Like, yeah, I'm sure I could spend more time, but I don't know what else to do. Yeah. But then if like, if you had to, if you have to keep going and have like with the intention of making that. it better, yeah. like there's all these like little things that yeah. I'm sure if you sit there and you're like, what's one thing that could get better yeah it could happen and then one leads to another yeah i think because i do know how to do like photorealistic stuff on like a small you know i don't really do it on like large scale like large scale i kind of just like 
fake it because I'm just like people are six feet away they don't care like yeah. it's not gonna be you know mm-hmm. so I have never really done like I used to do tiny colored pencil drawings that was like my jam like super realistic and spend forever on them and then I was like oh, I'm gonna paint murals which are huge and don't have very much detail most of the time yeah so it's totally different so that would be like a good probably project for me it's like do a big like photorealistic one I can push myself on that one okay yeah tag me in it when you yeah you that's right it. I, yeah, see it. <laughs> I just gotta talk someone into it because yeah. I want to get paid <laughs> like right. I want to do it just for me like I wanna, right you know right mm-hmm. yeah there's like the custom way where people are looking for you and then there's yeah. another way where you can like look for walls and that's a whole lot more tedious and takes more steps but yeah I'm not very good at that I'm not good at asking people for stuff. Uh, recently I threw it out to the Facebook world and at, told people I have a concept and I was like looking for walls and what was it I think I saw it what was what your was concept that, one? that was a surfer girl um mm-hmm. at these uh these women this woman-owned business um and they're awesome they're in carlsbad and they yeah. their whole like front entrance way uh, oh nice yeah nomad eats um oh, they sweet. um yeah so they wanted an image of a woman surfing mm-hmm. it's like, great but yeah. i mean i had the concept and really at that point i was like testing out um the process what was playing. the process i'm like honing in on the process of like what i do is i kind of work around I, I create the image in like mid-tones mid-tones of color mid-tones of like darks uh like black to white um grayscale and mm-hmm. then I sort of like work outward into the extremes of like dark and light mm-hmm. highlight like like brights and deep deep tones and so like um really and it seems like that is like one way to make a good painting that feels like mm. fully developed is like um, because if you work in the midtones, then you can develop and you can make mistakes. You can fix yeah. them. You can find all like, oh, that line that doesn't line up there, but you know, this this should go here. You can yeah. move things around with low consequence to the yeah. eye visually, and then when everything's like when you know things are in place, then you hit with the, the darks the highlights hmm. all the different things yeah i think that would be the opposite of how i work i think i would hit up the high contrast areas first and then blend in yeah i haven't really blended between it. the the darks yeah, and the then add the detail yeah 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 because i feel like the darker contrast areas are like the easier easier like areas to pick out right you know so if you get them in the right spot then the middle stuff all kind of falls into place yeah and I think this yeah. process is sort of, um, it's hard to find the right spot, I would say. Yeah. Uh, and like, if you go super dark or super light right off the bat, then you might miss and then it looks yeah. off. So then if you yeah. can like find the image through the midtones, then then the last brush stroke, you already know, like, it's like, this is perfectly yeah. where this dark should go or yeah. where this bright red or whatever. Hmm. I think I don't think about my process very much now that you're saying this. Yeah. <laughs> like I'm realizing like I don't ever think about this. Like I feel like just because I've done it by myself for a long time, I just like do it. Like I don't mm-hmm. have to explain it or any, you know, it's just like yeah. Yeah. 
I've got an apprentice now, um, like an assistant oh, yeah? painter for live wedding art. And then oh, he's sweet. like um, working with me on murals. And then I have another muralist helper yeah. person who's who's coming on soon too. So there's been a lot of explaining. And yeah. Like, uh, that sort of thing, which then makes you think about it Makes you think about all. how you do it, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I'm kind of, I think I'm just bad at it. Like, I don't think I should be a boss. Because <laughs> I'm just like, you're fine. Do whatever you need to do. You know, like, I'm a little too just like, go with the flow. That's a great and boss, think, though. <laughs> yeah, but I think it sometimes just Do you end up having, having to fix what they've done? No, but it's like, yeah, it's just not a good role for me. Mm-hmm. I don't like telling, like telling people what to do. Yeah. You know, it's nice to have help and it's cool to have someone by your side, but like, I'm, I'm just, I don't like the hierarchy also. Yeah. Like I haven't really worked for other people. Like I've always done this. Right. So then I'm not probably, I would be a terrible employee. And so I just don't think I've had bosses and I don't, you know, like I always end up like super good friends with my employees. Yeah. Then, I think that's fine. Yeah. Yeah. So I feel like you can have a, a balance like of, uh, you know, being friends, but also having like the respect level. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Like you never want it to be to a point where like the person just thinks you, of you as a friend, but, but then yeah. like, and doesn't respect know, you, but, the, yeah. but then, I mean, you don't want your friends feeling that way either, Yeah. <laughs> but they do. I mean, friendship's different than yeah. a working relationship. Yeah. I don't know. I just, yeah. It's hard for me to tell people what to do, especially when it comes to art. Cause yeah. I'm just like, well, that's how you chose to do it. it may not have been how I chose to do it, but right. Like I try to give advice, but I still feel, I don't know, but I guess it does. It helps you realize how much, you know, mm-hmm. you know, like sometimes I think you forget that, you know, a lot, right. Cause you just do it and it doesn't feel like knowledge. Yeah. And then when you're teaching someone, you're like, Oh, I know a lot of shit. Yeah. Yeah. There's a relativity bubble that happens around people. Mm-hmm. Haley, my fiance is a chef and a nutritionist and all these things. And she's just at such a high level of stuff that yeah she forgets and like I have to like I was telling her today like some of the videos that I think could be really effective would be like how to bake a potato (laughs) like stupid stuff like that like Like, there's so many people that don't know shit about shit (laughs) I mean I've legitimately looked that up so I'm a terrible cook (laughs) right had a perfectly hard-boiled egg or like that kind of stuff yeah. yeah the stuff that you like she would not even like she'll twice. do it in her sleep yeah she'd do, they'd be like pouring a glass of water right? yeah 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 and for thing. me it's like brain surgery mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah and, no it's true and i think that's there is a beauty in that and like realizing that you know a lot you know and like working mm-hmm. with someone that doesn't know as much and you're like oh like i remember mm-hmm. on like one of my first projects like crying because i didn't know if you could like mix like semi-gloss and like eggshell paint like if it was gonna just peel off the wall like not knowing, you know <laughs> like oh my god it was like before you had a smartphone or anything so you oh, could like yeah. look it up oh yeah so you were like oh my god it's so different these days i'm i am i am grateful often mm-hmm. about just like how much is at my fingertips oh my god. imagery at my fingertips imagery. Of anything and everything like i so many times like had to like ask people to like print out a photo can you print out a photo of the lion king for yeah. me so i could have, yeah. you know like because like yeah there was no way there's you didn't have it it was so hard and even then there was printers 20 years before that mm-hmm. like you got yeah. nothing what are you doing you're getting it out of a book like totally like, oh i had like reference books yeah yeah, yeah. and then you're like yeah. 
it's interesting no it's freaking beautiful now <laughs> like i you know as much as i hate smartphones and stuff like they're magical <laughs> unicorns also or like getting to jobs oh yeah i used to like call my wife at work so she could like map quest me from like one job to the next consultation or something and then map quest me home like yeah. on her computer yeah <laughs> and that was like 10 years ago like mm-hmm. it wasn't that long ago so yeah no it's phenomenal yeah and like sitting your smartphone on like your palette with yeah. the picture pulled up like my phones are so covered in paint. <laughs> I dropped one in a gallon of paint. In a gallon of paint. Plunk. New iPhone. <laughs> so I like pulled it out. It was, it had the headphones in it. So I was like, okay. So I like had to get it to the sink. It was like in an office building. And then I got it in the sink because they're supposed to be waterproof, you know? And so I like ran water over the whole thing with the headphones still in. Yeah. Cleaned it out as much as I could. Took it directly to my phone guy. He was like, oh my God. <laughs> it worked it did it did it never my son has it now it doesn't work great no yeah it's never oh i worry about that there's definitely moments where i'm like wow you just took that phone over that thing and it could have easily dropped you're lucky dude (laughs) don't do that anymore and i was like i need to take a picture of this but it's my phone (laughs) like you can't take a picture of it (laughs) yeah that'd be a perfect post along, right your phone the, like direct, like in pain yeah along the lines of your your type of posts yeah of the shit of life that's yeah. you know that's what we should all be posting yeah i think you might want to i mean i think you might have a book in you that uh could be called like my shitty life my shitty life no the, <laughs> no not your shitty life the shit in life and mm-hmm. it would have an image on the cover of my phone of a chair yeah. with Oh shit, shit on it. A shit banana. Or poop shit banana. Banana, poop banana on yeah. a chair. Or taped uh, to a wall. Poop banana taped to a wall. Yeah. 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 Taped to a chair. Yeah. This, this is it's genius. I feel like everything just came full circle. Yeah, it does. I think that. No, it's all about the good and bad in life. Like that's yeah. something I believe in heartily. Is like that, you know, like my life I feel like is like super, super high and super, super low. You know, and it's like but would you want it any other way? Like you're always going to have the lows, like the lows have to happen. Right. So like, are you going to want just like basic through the middle boredom and then low? You might as well spike high, spike low, spike high, spike low. I mean, it's a chaotic way to live, but at least you're living. You're definitely living. You're not not living like that. Mm -hmm. There's people that don't really live I mean, if you're not like pushing the envelope in this way and that, like, yeah. I mean, what are you doing? Yeah. That's my perspective on yeah. things. When I see people living, like, not living fully and like backing off of things, I'm like, yeah. Yeah, but when you're on your deathbed, like, are you going to look back and be like, man, I'm glad I played it really safe? Yeah. Glad I made time. all that money. super awesome yeah none of that freaking matters yeah yeah Yeah, i mean my mom just died and like donated her whole entire house to charity it was like the only thing she had (laughs) and it was like but does it even matter you know like that's the thing is it's like it's just money and it's like it doesn't do anyone any good really in the end you know so like that's the thing you got to just live yes yeah Mm -hmm. that was a cool move on her part 
Yeah, that it was cool and a little weird, but cool. Yeah. 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 A few years ago, I had a, a one of my New Year's resolutions was to be bored. <laughs> to be bored. <laughs> and it didn't happen. Oh, you don't have time. To be I was bored. like, dude, I want to be bored this year. I'm so tired of like the ups and downs. No. And I was like, God damn. And then you know, someone was probably like, You want to go skinny dipping? I was like, yeah, Sure. <laughs> Came on. I think that I mean, just knowing you and talking to you for this amount of time, mm-hmm. like, I think that uh, boredom's probably like never really been a thing for you yeah i feel like at a certain point you uh like you age wise like this is my perspective on boredom is that at a certain point you realize that there's not enough time to do all the things that you're gonna want to do yeah that's what i feel like and it happens in somewhere in like the early 20s or the early to mid 20s maybe i don't think i realized it that young oh really yeah it's like there's and yeah i mean i guess maybe like 20s to 40s to maybe yeah. 60s i don't know but where it's like and maybe it doesn't happen for some people ever uh maybe yeah other people people are more bored but it's like there's just not enough time there's like the world's huge there's all these experiences and cool places and things and blah 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 yeah no i think i'm much more realizing that now i'm kind of like oh is there time enough to do it all well because you start to look at your life in like decades and when you do that you're like oh there's not enough time at all so i think you have to just realize that like a day is long a decade feels short but a day is long like there's a lot of time yeah but yeah if you i think we can still do a lot we're not i'm not gonna do it all but i'm gonna do a lot no you're not gonna do it all there's an infinite amount of all Mm -hmm. and you're a finite being Mm -hmm. but i got some plans (laughs) good Will you put in your plans to take a little chunk of time and just make art for yourself? <laughs> I don't and have don't any time worry. at the you moment. You could burn it all at the end if you oh, if you wanted it, because then it you know I wouldn't take wasting. up. I'd have to paint. I'd have to like paint it on firewood then, because I hate the idea of wasting. You're stuff. so it's green. Really, I know wow. it's not green. It's just like. I grew up without any money, so you can't burn stuff that like, could be used. I'd be like, I'd be cool with like doing a bunch of canvases and then painting them white and donating them to the thrift yeah. store. Or I could just paint them and donate them to the thrift store. Okay, there we but go. But not Goodwill because they make a lot of money off of all of us. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah, like okay. a small thrift store. Mm, yeah. A local like thrift a local store. Own, like and then they would sell them for like $25. But they better not call it a gallery. No. Like where they hang it. Because that's not. No, because I'm never going to be in a gallery. So, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I'll try it. Okay. I'll get there at some point. I mean, we'll see what happens. You don't have to. <laughs> I mean, you told me I have to do it. I can't say I didn't that, say right? you had to. I just <laughs> hope you do. Or maybe I did say it. you have to. Well, what do you do when you have nothing else to do or paint when no one's telling you what to paint? Um. Sometimes I start with a blank canvas and just make whatever and they end up being these funky abstracts doesn't everyone start with a blank canvas what do you mean um i start with a blank canvas with no idea where i'm going oh okay that's one thing yeah and then um this is a little series that i'm working on here yeah it's like the artist uh series doing uh yeah frida kahlo frida kahlo banksy salvador dali and Amy Warhol with their art in the back yeah i Um, like yeah this one's a uh, an image of a rhinoceros on, on the back there. The one that I'm not allowed to look at. Yeah, you can't look at that. Yeah. That one's not done yet. Yeah. Yeah. Top secret. No, there's some like inventor, environmentalist like stuff yeah. that I've been doing mm-hmm. for a couple of years. Hmm. Yeah, developing things. 
don't know. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know what I would do. So see, and I like that. I think that that's like a really cool place to be at. It's uncomfortable. I yeah. definitely understand. But this is like this could be like a frontier for you. You know, you're yeah. an adventure seeker. Yeah. The adventure of a blank canvas with no one to buy it and no direction yeah. to go. Like mm-hmm. this could be like another like your next big adventure. Yeah, I feel like it's kind of hard now because I like I value my time a lot. So I feel like I do stuff really fast. And I think that would be like a a, a bit of a project to like slow down. So price like, it high. Don't, like, yeah. Or no, not even like I need to price it. Like it's it's more just like when I do stuff now, I'm just like, I gotta get it done. I gotta, yeah. you know, I'm yeah. I'm like very like project based, like I'm a doer. Right. And so I could see that being a bit cathartic of just like, no just spend forever like I I will say I got something was happening maybe like two or three years ago and I I don't remember what it was I was dealing with something and my friend had given me this old like round container from the military it was like an old shipping container and I decided to paint this like pattern on it this middle eastern pattern I don't know why and I created like a stencil and I did the whole thing and I spent like 30 hours painting this like it's now a side table in our house (laughs) But I just like geeked out on like the repetition of the pattern and the, you know, and I just spent forever in my garage just like painting. Mm. And it was just like getting out of the house, spending time. And so, you know, it happens sometimes. All right. Well, I'll stop pushing you on this. <laughs> you do. You, you do, do whatever. Oh, <laughs> uh, how are we looking on time here? Okay. Yeah, I think we're doing pretty good. Yeah, I think this is like right in the sweet spot here for the the timing here. What's your sweet spot? I don't know, like hour and a half to two hours, two and a half hours. That way people can like really dive into their artwork. I mean, the the intention is- Is that what it is? It's like a- Yeah, because I- I listened to it today while I was painting. Exactly, yeah. Mm -hmm. And I uh, listened to a a lot of podcasts when I was like going from- having like a side job as a construction worker oh, okay. to making murals full-time and yeah. you know and I listen to music and books on audio and mm-hmm. all the time so the idea was like create something that would be inspiring specifically for artists because I was looking around for a long time on yeah for podcasts on art and they either seemed like really dry or like gimmicky gimmicky or really niche yeah like this type of art only and they're like yeah you know, and this so this podcast is like the Supposed art be, of yeah. everything like yeah creatives of all kinds and and then i get to come on here and like say dumb shit and um you know like your soapbox try yeah. not to be a, too offensive to anybody and yeah seems like i mean you're doing pretty well yeah, yeah. thanks i haven't broken it yet <laughs> <laughs> almost did earlier sorry about that come on feel bad (laughs) terrible (laughs) i was you know (laughs) one thing i like to think is Mm -hmm. that i'm so present and that's why i don't remember things sometimes oh is that what it is that's what i like to think or like Mm -hmm. tell myself yeah you know so that i don't feel as bad i'm listening so hard that i don't remember what you say yeah exactly (laughs) yeah exactly Yeah, I wouldn't worry about it. It's all good. Okay. No, no, it's super good to talk to other artists. Like I, I have actually, I am not someone who sets goals. 
Like I just kind of live my life and like just run forward. I'm like Mario. I just run through <laughs> like head first. Smash and don't breaks. plan. Yeah. I just run. Cool. And so you know, it's been fine. I've done a lot of fun stuff. Things have happened, but I, I don't think it through a lot. You know, I don't overthink stuff. I'm just like, it's good. It's good. Let's keep going, keep going, you know? And like beginning of 2020, I had, I made a few like new year's resolutions. My new year's resolutions before that were like, get bored. I learn how to whistle really loudly, which I never learned how to do. That's a tough one. I know. So bummed. So you said like stupid little ones, but then finally in 2020, I was like, I'm going to make bigger ones, which of course was the worst year to make big resolutions because like nothing happened. 2020 was the year that everyone did that. They're like, end of the decade. Get my stuff together. Really do this. So I was like, oh, I want to go to the Middle East, which then, of course, couldn't happen. We had a trip to Turkey planned, which we did this year. And then I wanted to learn how to spray paint, which I did not do. Also, I wanted to like connect with more local artists, which I have done a much better job of. And I feel like there was another one, but I can't remember what it was. So I've been trying to like set goals. And I think it is like it's a good thing to do. Because it's just like, once you put it out there in the world, even if no one's listening, you still feel like a little accountable because you're like, oh, I said it. Oh, yeah. I didn't just think it, I said it. And so now I need to do it. Yep. So like, I'm kind of ashamed I didn't learn how to spray paint. I mean, I did spray paint a little just for fun, but I haven't like learned how to spray paint. Yeah. And yeah, it's been really fun, like connecting with other artists because mm-hmm. they like get stuff like nobody I hang out with gets what I do. Right. They're always like, oh, right. I can't draw a stick figure, you know, you know, like the the thing that everybody says. <laughs> yeah. 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 It's really good to talk to other artists because they know they see behind the curtain. Mm-hmm. Like, I know how you did that, and that's cool. Yeah. Good job. And like and let's I know talk how like real shit. hard it is. Oh, yeah, yeah. I think that's something that like most people don't see is like mm-hmm. it is hard. Like I got home yesterday, I'd been on a scissor lift all day. I'd driven home from LA that morning at 5 a.m. And then was on a scissor lift all day. I get home at like, you know, six or something. And my son is like, can we work on the golf cart? Like he wants to like jack up the golf cart and put new brakes on it. And I was like, dude, I do not have the energy. Like I've been doing manual labor all day. I just can't do it. And he's like, you say that all the time, you know? And I'm like, no, you don't get it. Like, I'm really tired. I've been on my feet all day. He's like, I went to school today. I'm like, oh, like, <laughs> it's so hard. <laughs> like you don't understand. So yeah just like so much labor it's mm-hmm. so hard mm-hmm. so i feel like other artists get it that it's like it's not just this like pretty it's not like painting a canvas right it's like painting a huge wall and being on a sizzle being on a ladder being you know carrying stuff in and out like spilling gallons of paint in your car like yeah so it's construction it's construction <laughs> building buildings <laughs> yeah mm-hmm. yeah well, yep. I like it. Mm-hmm. Well, if you ever want to talk about making murals, yeah, I'm game. Yeah, let's do it. You know, reach out. Mm-hmm. I'll, uh, <laughs> I'll, I'll commiserate with you. That's right. That's good stories to tell. Yeah, cool. Well, anything else you want to say to the humans? Mm, I don't think so. Okay. I think I said all the things. Yeah. Great. This is a good one. Yeah. Cheers. Yeah. Cheers to you. Well, that, my friends, was Hannah Daly. Hannah's murals for everybody. 
Anna didn't think that anyone would recognize her name, but it's her name. I mean, whatever. It doesn't matter if people recognize it. She is who she is. Uh, what an awesome, awesome interview. I really am kind of bummed because you guys missed out on another portion of the conversation. I feel, we, we hung out for another like hour and a half, just chilling, talking, um, finishing the bottle of wine that we were drinking and uh, eating jelly bellies, talking art, talking shop. It was really cool. Um, I definitely learned a lot. It was really like, she's just got so much experience in the game, in the field of study that I'm in right now as a muralist, as a custom muralist. Like she's, uh, she's an OG, you guys. There's a lot to learn there. It was great. So cool. Um, and she, she went along with me as I like poked and prodded and sort of like, you know, tried to mess with her a little bit in terms of her perceptions or, or perspectives on art, which is cool. Um, yeah, I would like to say that uh, it's not that I don't care about this podcast. That's not what I meant. I hope you guys didn't think that I took it that way or meant it that way. I definitely care about the podcast, but you just sort of have to like stop uh, maybe judging yourself as you go along that's part of like maybe that's a progression of being an artist and making art is that if you continuously judge yourself and critique yourself tightly uh then it's sort of hindering in a lot of ways i mean you want to hold yourself to a high standard and uh you don't want to like let your skills drop or you don't want to sort of like be nonchalant but you also don't want to like just like let your critique let your judgments self-judgments like get in the way of growth and development um yeah i guess that's what i'm thinking <laughs> you guys are watching me go along this ride as an artist as a uh, podcaster podcasting is an art and uh it's <laughs> You're watching me fumble along the way. It's fun. You guys having fun with it? I'm having fun with it. Um, yeah, got a really cool message from somebody recently uh, on in Instagram. Somebody telling me that uh, the podcast has been really great for them and that they've uh, gotten a lot out of it and that it's very inspiring for them. And then they were, we were talking about the art that they're making these days and um, how it's all kind of like going along together. And that is fucking cool <laughs> i'm really really excited about that i love it that's like the whole point of this podcast you guys know that um you know, going for inspiration like something to listen to that can help you go along your way because uh yeah hannah and i were talking about it it's like i was when i was making my transition from having a side job as a construction guy to going all in with murals like podcast really helped me out along the way and was something I could listen to and help me develop myself. And, um, so that's what I thought I'd make it for. There are other art podcasts out there, but I didn't really find one that I vibed with. It seemed like some of them were too niche. Um, and then others were like kind of a little bit dry for me. 
and then other ones didn't really get at the art at the creativity vibe and so that's what that's what the art and life podcast is it's filling that niche which is like a zoomed out view of the path of the creative of all walks of life and you my friend fit within that i'm sure um and even if you don't think you do i'll bet you do so anyway thanks for following along on this wonderful art and life roller coaster i hope you're doing awesome things keep it up don't stop that's it i think that's it cheers <laughs>